I have, I have a really important question to oh, start with. Okay? okay. It's probably the most important question of, of your life, really. Uh, the chicken. Ooh, that's interesting. That will come in, come in handy here. My question for you is, what is the optimal animal-human hybrid? Now, there's... <laughs> I had no idea that was coming, but that it was just it's just an answer to a lot of questions. But but okay. hold on, there's there's some rules here. We're using the fifty fifty rule, which means fifty percent either half is human or animal. A couple of other rules just to get them out on the board while you're pondering this, because I know this is really important to you. Okay, we're using mermaid rules, meaning if you do say bottom half fish, you can breathe underwater. Like that's just that's the innate ability for that animal to survive is just part of it okay the other thing is we're using human rules because if you choose say like an animal top half and it like is just dumb you get human intelligence so those things are prerequisites those are happening okay so what's your choice are are you going with a pretty typical like fish bottom human human top it has to be humanoid it has to be 50 percent. you got it 50 50 uh all right well i think this was already created by our uh Disney overlord Dave Filoni, the top half is Darth Maul, the bottom half is robotic spider legs. That's not an animal. That's it's a that's spider. Like, that's like it a, just happens to be robotic. That's like out of the the fan favorite uh, Wild Wild West starring Will Smith from 1999. <laughs> that was on the script of a uh, Superman movie that was supposed to be Nicolas Cage. Fun fact, you definitely saw his nuts. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a scene in that movie where he's like he's in the water fountain or the, like the the water thing. Nicolas Cage? No, Will Smith. Oh. He he like he goes in with the very attractive female in yeah. the the water I keep calling it a water tank. It's a water fountain. Water tower? Water tower. Yes. Okay, and water tower. Yeah. The thing falls over and he goes to stand up. Well, it's an under the leg shot and you see his nuts. Oh. It might not be his. I mean, there was plenty of people that thought he was crazy, but in that movie, they can clearly see his nuts. <laughs> He's nuts. <laughs> welcome to the front podcast of the internet, and welcome back to what arguably is going to be the way we do this show. The new me. The new, the new us. The new girl. Wait a minute. Hey, there was a photo. <laughs> this is totally aside. Welcome to the show. Uh, there was a photo of uh, Zoe Deschanel, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm. Without bang, yes, without bangs, just p- like a middle part. Mm. Okay, you couldn't recognize that it was her. Serious? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she's only recon- well, she's recognizable for many reasons, but she's incredibly recognizable because of her bangs. She bangs, yeah. <laughs> without that, she just looks like an. Like a pretty average Midwesterner. Oh, okay. Well, you w- you still would, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick follow-up to last week's crazy episode. I hope we still have followers after this, uh, after that one. We have scores for the first week. We do. And if you missed that episode before, while Scott pulls up those scores, last week we did the subreddit Fantasy League, which we're going to do seasonally. So summer games are happening now. There's six of us. Winter games are going to happen when it gets cold and we get sad and we're always inside. And bored. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that we missed in the last episode, or maybe I didn't make it clear on the chopping block, is that Scott and I are putting up $100 of our own money for prize money. If either of us idiots come out on top, which I know the scores from last week, 
we're just going to roll that money into the winter game. So we're never taking that money for ourselves. That prize pool gets even bigger. So if you can stump the Schwab, then then the money will be yours. I've had some ideas for the winter league too. Maybe we make it a little bit different and try to attract a different crowd. Uh, just kind of go all out blitz. Yeah, we're very wiener heavy on this one. Yeah, we definitely would like some more uh, diversity in in future games, but it is what it is. So we'll just see what's happening this this winter. Come holiday f- season 2021. But for quick notes, just to not beleaguer this anymore, I'm in first place. Willie is not <laughs> no, in last. No. But uh, yeah, I'm in first. Jason's in second. Willie's in third. Tony's in fourth. Ben's in fifth. And Nick is bringing up the rear. I think uh, you and Jason were clearly going to be top performers. But speaking of things that m- maybe happened too soon and were terrifying to watch, this week there's a post from Humans Being Bros, which I don't know if is a post I have brought up on this show before. I think we might have covered it one time, but okay. it's it's definitely a sub that is great, but probably doesn't get a lot of recognition. So the post in question here is, is probably something you've seen throughout the week because it was fairly sensationalized, but it says, bystanders at the Cherry Festival in Traverse City, Michigan, rushed over to stop a carnival ride from tipping over. Can you describe that video as you saw it? Yeah, if you've ever been to any fair or carnival, I mean, just last week we were talking about the state fair. This is a, is this a carny ride, like something that is packed up and trucked away to the next destination when it's done. It folds out like a transformer and uh, it just kind of sits there. The ride is, I don't know, it goes in a loop-de-loop. It doesn't go upside down, but it's a stationary windmill type thing where there's like 30, 60 seats. It's kind of like bleachers attached to this arm that goes it was the iconic ride at mall of america back in the 90s what was it called i don't know you just you such an icon yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean you sat yeah you sat in a set of bleachers and it rotated you in the like like a clock just it's like a circle it's round like a circle anyway this thing was apparently not bolted down or not uh, set up correctly, or maybe they just had too many people who were uh, sitting on the wrong side, but it started to tip backwards. Yeah. So if you can imagine you're sitting straight and this thing takes you sideways in a circle, now imagine there's a new feature that wasn't (laughs) advertised where the ride tips you backwards and you (laughs) immediately start just... Shitting everywhere because that harness isn't going to save your life. No. So what happened was all of these people started running over, seeing that it was going to tip, and they just started standing on the opposite side or the guardrail. The fence, guardrail, yeah. And uh, tried to weigh it down. And one person hopped on, and then a, a couple more. And soon this crowd of people just hopped on to try and weigh it down and be a counterbalance. The ride didn't look like it was stopping to me. Like no. it was just kept going. Where was the where was the operator? Where was the sixteen year old who was supposed to be watching these people? There's a reason I, I I brought this post up because earlier this week I saw a TikTok of the first half. Now on Reddit we see the human being bro half, and I I hadn't seen that until you and I sat down to record this. So all what's, what's this first part? The first part is the ride mid full spin. As the thing is shaking back and forth, like, <gasps> woom, 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 woom. And the ride operator is 
is turning around and looking backwards, seeing this thing. He yeets himself out of the picture. He panics. He jumps. He panics. He jumps over the over the little guardrail that all the other bystanders go and stand on, and he runs. He takes off. <laughs> blew my mind i was like he just killed him he could have just he there's all of those carny rides have a have a red panic button have to there was no there was no anticipation of hitting the button so what i think we watched was just the end of the ride oh damn (laughs) damn because i was like why doesn't this look like it's stopping at all yeah have you tried turning it off and back on again why didn't somebody go in the back and unplug it it's just plugged into some generator yeah it's it's just one, like some 240 <laughs> 60 volt cord you know just pull it oh man i wonder if that would have like stopped it in a, in a worse spot though i don't now, know if it's just free rotation there's there's pneumatics there's hydraulics involved something so briefly here because we we've been on this story for a while if you, if you haven't seen it in the show notes Go watch the video. I will link. I'll try to find a good link that shows what had happened prior. Have you ever ridden on a ride that's either malfunctioned or something weird happened and you got stuck? I can't think so. No. I'm terrified of going on those rides just for their lack of structure and stability in the first place. Uh, I've only gone on a few, but I'd rather die somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather die somewhere and somehow else. I think Scott would rather die eating the funnel cake outside of the ride mm-hmm. than going on the ride itself. Yeah, definitely. I definitely was at Valley Fair, which is Minnesota's Six Flags. Yeah, I think it's owned by that company now. Yeah, because we're so prideful in the things that we have. Nobody wanted to rebrand it, so it stayed as Valley Fair instead of changing to Six Flags Minnesota. Take that, 7-Eleven. We don't have those. We, we do. have come and goes. We do. We have, we have 7-Elevens now. We have 7-Elevens? Super America, bought by Speedway. Speedway, bought by 7-Eleven. So, the Speedways are so facto, yeah. Speedways are 7-Elevens? Mm-hmm. Well, if I can get a Slurpee, I'm all set. But I got stuck on uh, the Venom. That was it. It was fun. Fun times. Scared how the shit how out long of me. were you stuck? I mean, I was a child, so it felt like 30 minutes, but I was probably there for five. And it must have scarred you. And now into adulthood, it's the opposite. It only lasted two, but I thought it was 30. Speaking of things that stick with you as a child, this week in r slash gifts... 14-year-old Zayla Avant-Garde became the first African-American winner of the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Actually, I don't know if it's Scripps. Yeah, it's Scripps. Uh, there's still the Is there sponsor. any other one? It's kind of like like Jif peanut butter. It's Yeah, I mean... There's one brand. Uh, Jif... Whatever. There's one brand. That's a bad example. I don't think there's, there's a, a lot of peanut I don't think there's a Cane's National Spelling Bee. <laughs> <laughs> they've got this on lockdown. Uh, but the word she spelled, Willie, was Mariah. Can you spell Mariah for me? Yes, Dora. Let me give it a shot. <laughs> Couldn't you use it in a sentence? Mm-hmm. This year's Spelling Bee winner correctly spelled the word Mariah to win the event. Can you give me its origin? The origin is r slash gifts. Uh, Mariah. M-U-R-R-A-Y-A. You cheated. You haven't pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like last one. I'm going to turn this. You can't, you can't see shit. I, I would not have spelt it that way. I would have spelt it like Mariah Carey, right? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I would have. Didn't even know that there. This was a word. Did you know the story of of this girl though? This fourteen year old. She's amazing. I've heard some things unreal uh, like, after the fact, but what's her story? Do you know her she, origin story? I, I've seen some videos about it this uh, this week. She um, is currently working to be in the WNBA. Mm-hmm. She also holds, I think, 
multiple Guinness World Records Whoa. for dribbling. She, I did uh, see that video, yeah. Right? She, so she's like on a unicycle dribbling, but there's a video of her dribbling like, I'm going to get this wrong, I'm going to butcher it, but like seven basketballs at once. That's crazy. You only need to do one in the WNBA. <laughs> in addition to that, though, I also saw that not only does she want to be a WNBA player, she also wants to be an astronaut. And after winning, she just got a full scholarship to LSU. What are, what are we doing? We're in your basement recording this. <laughs> this woman has more talent in her young, growing mind than you and I will ever have in our entire lives. Yeah, she's way more important than we'll ever be, uh, which is why we're in a basement. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm super stoked for her. This is an exciting moment in history. What was spelling like for you growing up? I remember I was in a spelling competition in fourth grade, and that was the last time I think it ever happened. Did you do it in elementary school at all? I was in a different thing in fourth grade. I was in that room that they take you away from English class to teach how to spell when you should already be there. <laughs> I'm really great at math, but I listen to a lot of books. <laughs> I, I can't even like I can't even like make fun of you just because that that fruit is on the ground. It's so low hanging. <laughs> that fruit is like buried and grown into another tree. Like it's, <laughs> I'm just not even going to go there, Willie. L- listen, if you're new to this show, I've got your back for anybody who has reading problems. I will look what you can accomplish. You can record a <laughs> podcast in a basement. <laughs> if you went to Two Rivers High School, formerly known as Henry Sibley, you too can live your life in a basement. And uh, growing growing up, the majority of the trucks that went to the school, which People don't didn't own cars; they owned trucks. They had gun racks in the back. Oh, okay. I was gonna was say normal. they were delivering Cisco food supplies, but whatever. My class is the problem, isn't it? <laughs> it's, you were the children <laughs> left behind. <laughs> Speaking of people you went to high school with, uh, and maybe idolized a little too much, there's this post from memes. This is the first time I think I've picked a meme post over you. It's about time. I know they're so good, which is why you won last week's subreddit fantasy league. Get them off the board, LeBron. Yeah, they're gone. This is titled Stealing Your Girl. Can you describe this short 27 second video to the listeners? The best way to describe it, I think, is there's a meme going around for several months now where it, it has been one side is the person she tells you not to worry about and you like those are the two sides this is this is a video where some dude has a cigarette in his mouth and you're already thinking like okay so smoking's not cool smoking gives you cancer handlebar mustache just thick and voluptuous and then you take a look at him you look past the cigarette and exactly what willie said he looks like uh uh, i don't know he's got some really nice hair and he's got this thick full mustache and he tips his head back and he spits the cigarette out and looks like he blows it in the air. So it does like backwards 360 rotations and it comes back into his mouth. The correct direction, mind you. Just flawlessly. And so and then the mofo spits it in your face. Tornadoes a beer where he just spins it in the bottle as fast as he can. 
chugs it. You missed it, part. He ripped the cap off with his teeth. Oh, that's that's got to be painful. <laughs> and the second time he tips his head back, correct me if I'm wrong, he reveals this lengthy, beautiful, luscious mullet draped yes. over the back of his neck. Beautiful, beautiful, just... Sorry, I zoned out. I started thinking about his, his <laughs> The only thing there. I can think of, though, is this dude is 100% from Canada, right? Oh, oh, has to be. Has to be. Now, I look at something, and th- there's been a phrase that has uh, been coming up a lot recently, particularly on TikTok. So I'm going to bring it to your, uh, to your boomer vernacular here for a I second. Am, uh, I am an... I'm a millennial, all right? Listen, I just... But... I'm a geriatric millennial. Okay. 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 But the way we represent the show, Scott, is you represent the boomers and I represent the zoomers. Okay. This, this is the timeline. I don't believe you. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So a phrase that keeps getting brought up is the male gaze and the female gaze, not spelled G A Y S, but spelled G A Z E. So the male gaze is how you and I, as a cisgendered men would look at a man and say, I find that man to be attractive. This is a thing that I want, right? I'm going for this. The female gaze, if you're thinking about like a, a certain specific gender, right? So if you said this man, right? Like we're looking at this guy. The female gaze might look at this guy and go, WTF, this is not something I'm attracted to. But we as men, cisgendered men, we look at this and go, that's our Tom Cruise. <laughs> I will admit that I am jealous of his hair, but smoking and drinking, I can't support kids. No. Studies have shown that it's it's just not worth it in moderation. You have to do it all the time. I'm drinking right now. You're actually not drinking this week. I'm surprised. Well, if you can't hear it in my voice, I'm recovering from a cold. Cor- oh, no. nope. Nope. Didn't have it. Didn't. Tested. I'm... Beat it. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> We're positive you didn't have it, thank the... No, but but serious question. Is that something that has come up in your relationships? Like, is stereotypically thought as of, like, that attractiveness to someone versus, say, like, maybe what you find attractive in someone? I'd like to think that realistically we cannot avoid seeing the symmetry of whatever we're attracted to mm-hmm. whether it's gender whether it's brains whether it's feet you know if you see something that is what i like to say is attractive i i say i use the word symmetrical if you see something symmetrical that, symmetrical there you go <laughs> If you see that symmetry, you, you know, something something girds in your loins, you know? It 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 just it just happens and we can't avoid it. So anybody who's out there and they're like, "Oh, I don't look at anybody else. I'm I'm happy in my relationship. I don't need to Now that's fucking bullshit. You notice. <laughs> it's just whether you admit it to yourself. Right. Are are you open enough to have that conversation in that relationship? Yeah. That's something I've learned over the years is really important. It's very important. It's also important for you to realize that it's okay to say, Brad Pitt, good looking guy. We know why people like him. Yeah. He's symmetrical. Now, I, I think we're sensationalizing some people recently. So if we look at the Chris's 
uh, as part of the Marvel universe, right? Oh, I was going to say, I know several. Hemsworth, Evans, and Pratt. They they carry a very ma- atypical male gaze figure. Let's go with maybe the the mo- the biggest example, Chris Hemsworth, right? Big arms, big pecs. Skipped leg day, though. Prob- him probably not. Well, no, I don't he know. Didn't. We don't There's really video. see his legs, do we? There's video. Okay. But he's got that figure that maybe we idolize. We want that figure. Or that we're told we want. We are, right? We're told by other men. Yet, they're probably more attracted to RDJ or, say, Paul Rudd. Who? Who? RD? Who? RDJ? Oh, RDJ. I thought you said RD Jang. I'm like... I'm I'm deaf, by the it's way. It's in a different movie. I'm hard of hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't criticize Scott if he can't hear me. He criticizes himself. He does it for me. I don't have to do it anymore. We're given this ideal that we're told everybody's going to like you if you look this certain way. And it's it's a, true for certain things. Right. Right. Not for everything. You don't have to be a good-looking human being to be the best investment banker in the world. I bet there's some real trolls on Wall Street, but they're rich trolls and they can do whatever they want. And they make choices for us that get ingrained in our minds when we're goddamn children and now we don't know what to do with ourselves. We literally record this podcast in a basement. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) the, The counter to this, by the way, is like, you have probably said this out loud to a partner. I don't care how much makeup you put on. I love you for who you are. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. L- less important to us. Like, I see somebody. I say like, it in the mirror every single morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've said that before. Like, hey, it, it's less important that you spend so much time on yourself to, to put that makeup on in terms of what I care about. But I've come to realize that for the people that I've dated, that was really important to them. And that's not a place for me to criticize, but they weren't doing it for me. Right. They were doing that because that is something that they were brought up to learn that that brought them joy. But it doesn't bring us joy in the same way. Yeah. Take a quick second. Everybody should go to their local grocery, buy a box of raisins, whether it's uh, red raisins or white raisins and uh, open it up. Just pull one out. count. I think they're called white raisins, green raisins. No, no. Like alcoholic beverage wine. No, no. It's a version of a raisin. Follow me. Okay, I'm following. (laughs) (laughs) Open up that raisin, take it out, hold it in your hand. Mm -hmm. What does it look like? It's a a grape. Like a really tiny nut sack. But it's, yes. That's what we all look like when we get older. Oh, got it. Hopefully. Leather. We look like a little tiny nut sack. (laughs) 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 So so don't let looks bog you down. But uh, speaking of things that are bogging people down and Uh-oh. bumming people out, oh. I hate to end on kind of a downer note. But Way to go, you a-hole. This, this, this bothered me this week. Oh. This week on r slash white people Twitter, the only thing being enhanced is the munchies is the name of the post. This is a person who posted on Twitter, if you can smoke weed and still run faster than anyone else, you should get two gold medals do you have any idea what i'm talking about i do uh there is an athlete uh named shikari richardson Mm -hmm. does track and field she 
was in a qualifying round for the 100 meters for the Olympics. For the Olympics, and she won by a long shot. And then it came out that she did weed to calm herself because of some of the anxiety from doing these competitions. Yet she still won. And now the Olympic Games are not letting her go. Yeah, because she got tested after the fact. She did it in a state where it was legal. She is suspended for 30 days. Guess what happens within those 30 days? The GD Olympics. Olympics. And the thing is, is, so uh, I'm reading this on online here. Richardson rose to fame in 2019 as a freshman at Louisiana State University running 10.75 seconds to break the 100-meter record at the national collegiate level. Where did she go to school? Louisiana State. Who just gave that girl a scholarship? Was it Louisiana State? LSU, baby. Damn, those guys are showing up. At what point are we going to... Like, if she was smoking a cigarette, Mm -hmm. could she do that? Is she allowed to do that? I mean, only if she blew it up in the air in backwards 360 and then tornado swung beer. Yeah, right. I mean, like like the coolest man in the world. Swag, by the way, is the post tense of swig. Like octopuses. Well, technically octopodes, but we don't need to go into the... Octomom? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to her? I don't know. We'll save that for another day. Cannibalism. Children. All of them. <laughs> ate her. She's gone. <laughs> That's what I would want to do. Top half human, bottom half octopus. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, top half octopus, bottom half octomom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it looks the same. It's just, oh. it's just bulbous on top, and it's just <laughs> shitting out children at the bottom. <laughs> well, my hope is that just like an octopus can camouflage itself or adapt to surroundings, that the United States is somehow able to petition the uh, the doping agency or whoever the Olympics work with, or I don't know if it's on the U.S. side, whoever suspended her, and say, listen, we should adjust, we should adapt to this substance, which we know is not a performance enhancer. If anything, it is tried and true a downer and will not give you any special abilities. It doesn't turn you into a spider person. It doesn't turn you... Uh, into somebody who can think faster, react faster. It's it's the exact opposite. It's so less nefarious than some of the things people try to do to get out of showing real performance-enhancing drugs at the Olympics, right? There's been on-record cases where people have taken a syringe with clean urine and shoved it up there. Oh, so that when they pee, which they have to do it in front of somebody, somebody has to watch it come out of their body. Ugh. When that happens, they, they just have somebody else's up there. And you're going to stop somebody from just wanting to relax? You wouldn't have criticized them. After the fact. You wouldn't have criticized them for having a drink. You wouldn't have criticized them for smoking a cigarette. Those are drugs that are fine to do. Yeah, I don't know if you can have a five-hour energy, which is mostly caffeine beforehand, but it's probably not on the same level, even though it technically is a stimulant. I guess what, like, do you have opinions on should athletes be able to take performance-enhancing drugs I think in they general? Should, I think they should be able to smoke weed while they're performing their event. Where do you draw the line? Weed. Okay. I wouldn't, I would, I don't. I think that's an understandable line. 
Hey kids, um, I don't do drugs, and therefore I don't know a lot about them. So, whatever whatever pills you're popping these days, send them to the show so I can uh, figure it out and uh, do some do some math, do some uh, studying. Is uh, are quaaludes a drug? I used to trade those you on. Watch Wolf uh, of Wall Street again today. On my TI eighty nine in drug wars. I never knew how to pronounce that word until just now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching this week's episode. Seriously though, if you are not watching the episode, uh, I put a lot of work into it. We we have three cameras here on top of all of these mics. So if you find some time, you're sitting around, watch the YouTube. Give us some thoughts, some ideas if you have them. Otherwise, if you're listening to the show, we appreciate all of you guys. And like always, we are all over the place, especially on the internet. Come take a peek at us. <laughs> and follow the show <laughs> when you're done with that. Clean up, wash your hands. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us, like and subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your family. We are, we're blowing up. We're, we're slowly growing. It's like the slowest. That's the opposite of blowing up. One, one is like oh, a, a giant we, explosion and another oh. one is uh, a slow, mellow. Bad at math. Wasn't okay. good at physics either. <laughs> but please, please tell us how you feel. Give us some feedback. You got it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Sub for that. You can find us on Twitter. Sub the number four that. You can find us on TikTok at sub for that podcast. Or if you're like Scott. You don't like all these socials. I get it. You can email us at subforthatpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's saved you a click, zoomies, city porn, or cats who yell, there's a sub for that. <laughs>